Greenberry and Kirsten. <laughs> and we are here to do adult buddy finders. Yes, we're back. And we are here to help you find an adult buddy to share those adult desires, needs, wants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you are coming back, welcome back. And if it's your first time, welcome. And enjoy this titillating episode. <laughs> yes. If you're an adult. If you're not an adult, buzz off. It's for adults only. Get That's out of right. here, you kid. 18 or plus. <laughs> Today, we have a phenomenal guest, Lauren Michaels. Not Lauren Michaels. L- listen carefully. It's Lauren Michaels. Although this person is very funny. Very oh. fun. Both comedians. Both comedians. Does Lauren Michaels identify as a comedian? That is a good call. We are talking about the SNL um, owner. <laughs> owner. He owns it. So uh, Lauren Michaels, if you're not in the comedy world and don't care about Saturday Night Live, he is the producer of Saturday Night Live and has been with the show for many, many years. Lauren Michaels is a comedian. She lives here in Los Angeles. I've enjoyed her comedy many times. Super funny. Very funny. And uh, a lot of times people think her name is a joke. It's not. It's her real name. Biologically given to her. We are serious here. (laughs) Very serious. And we're going to be seriously talking to her about polyamory. Yes. Which um, I still am not 100% sure where the line is of polyamory and open relationships or if they're the same thing. Yeah, that's what that that's is. a good question. Oh, I actually had Googled polyamory. I loved, um, <laughs> I looked it up, oh no, I can't remember. <laughs> You're like, me too. I also did the Googling. I worked. Together we Googled, what is polyamory? So polyamory is having an intimate relationship between three or more partners. It's by definition mutually consensual. Consensual non-monogamy was the word that you said. Looked up and I liked so much. Is it a hyphen word? No, it is two separate words (laughs) that are cuddled up nice and close, but not actually touching. Not (laughs) they're cuddled. They're two separate words. They're not polyamorous. They're two words. Yeah. Um. So it's not polygamy. Polygamy is a marriage of multiple people, which is illegal. It's not a, um, adultery. It's not swinging. It's not a symptom of sex addiction. I looked up if it was legal or not, and it turns out that polyamory is legal. I don't know how you could make that legal or not legal. It's basically just having intimate relationships with more than one person. Yeah, you just don't get the you don't get the tax break. So how unless well, what, one of you are married? Yeah. That's like telling people they can't date. For instance, and especially like in well, New York, you did dating in New York. Right? I did. I did one dating. You did. <laughs> well, I dated all over the place. I dated up and down those boroughs. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of the dating is when you're getting out there, you have multiple people that you're going out with, and you're kind of feeling it out to see who's gonna be more of your person. Oh, see, this is getting into a whole thing because they have something called cockroaching. You heard about this? Oh, no. It's called, it, it's a new term called cockroaches. So it's like, because this isn't always, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about where you're dating. And it's like, we're not even like really that serious, but you are and you like each other. But like one obviously likes the other 
more. There's you're not monogamous. You're not in a relationship, but you're yeah. definitely having sex. Yeah. And this cockroaching is like whenever you hook, you're hooking up with somebody, and you you're kind of like in that situation where you're like we're kind of not that serious, but then like you open the bed to see that there's so many cockroaches of relationships. Like they've got all sorts of relationships. You're not the only cockroach. You're in not that the bed. only cockroach in the bed. That is not polygamy. That is not, gosh dang it. Polyamory. Polyamory. Holy smokes. That is where it's non-consensual. Right, right. That is true. Um, I mean, I mean, you kind of know what you're getting into, but you were probably surprised. Were you ever surprised? Well, no, and that's the thing, for me at least. I was like, I don't know, that's New York dating. That's what everybody <laughs> does. Everybody, while they're still not in a serious relationship, you are the cockroacher. You are the cockroacher. <laughs> but to be fair, I wasn't having sex. It was more, I don't remember actually, maybe it was. Let's just pretend like I wasn't having sex. I'm getting really red now. Um, it's hot in here. It was just dating a bunch of people. You know, you date a bunch of people. I believe that you are the king cockroacher. You're the one who's like, what? Like, we're just like date. It's just like dating. Oh my god. It's <laughs> like some dating. We're all sleeping with everyone. <laughs> right? That's the New York way. Polyamory, by contrast, is about integrity, valuing honesty, self knowledge, self possession, integrity, and, and sex and love over jealousy. So it's basically cockroaching, but in a healthy way. <laughs> Cockroaching with communication. Cockroaches <laughs> with therapy. <laughs> Finally, like that. Cockroaching oh. with communication. Sorry. Okay, I'm going to take it back. The term that I keep forgetting is obviously not that good of a term. <laughs> Cockroaching with communication is the new term. Just because you're King Cockroach is all. That's oh, why. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I feel like I get the, I get the rights to, to make a new term. <laughs> yes, you, you own the rights to cockroaching. You can make it a good thing. So a healthy and successful polyamorous relationship, it allows the participants to grow communicatively, emotionally, boundaries such as setting aside time from different partners, using non-blaming language can help polyamorous relationships flourish. Then there's this other piece that's like, some partners may take uh, uh, precedence over others. So mm -hmm. like share finances, uh, some are primary partners. So it's a whole hierarchical relationship thing. There's a lot in there, but the main piece is you're communicating. Got to communicate mm. or else you're just a king cockroach. <laughs> Wait, so were you ever cockroached or cockroached? You know, a funny thing that you ask because we are out of time. It's time for us to actually talk to Lauren. Ah, okay, well, I'm going to find out. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, that question is a Welcome. Oh, <laughs> it's great to be here. We have Lauren Michaels, our guest, who's going to teach us about polyamory. We Googled it. Yes, we did. Oh. This is from simplypsychology.org. Okay. Oh. Oh, there's a lot of bullet points. Okay. We, we kind of had a question. The biggest thing that I think we got out of it was a relationship with three or more people that communicate and listen to each other and respect each other. Yeah. Was pretty much what we came down yes. to. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was the question? 
Um, like how do you define that versus like an open relationship? That is a wonderful question. Okay. And what I have found in my uh, early journey of polyamory is that a lot of people tend to define it specifically depending on what they want it to be. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, because another term I see thrown around a lot is ethical non-monogamy. Mm. Okay. Which... I found consensual non-monogamy. Mm. So like ENM is like a... Sort of an abbreviation I see oh. on, the, on the dating app. Yeah. Oh. E uh, which often means it's like somebody's in an open relationship or somebody who has multiple partners that all know that it's not exclusive. Um, for me, yeah, so the attraction to it for me was while well, I read The Ethical Slut. Oh, yeah, oh. we just heard about this. Yeah. yeah. Natasha told us about this. Natasha and it. So there are two women that wrote this whole thing about um sort of reclaiming the word slut which i love um and i was reading it as i was in the end of my monogamous marriage Mm -hmm. and i throughout that marriage i had uh get crushes on people at work or like i was always consistently attracted to multiple people Mm -hmm. um and in that relationship, I never cheated or anything. I would always feel really guilty or, like, something must be wrong with me. Like, right. why am I not just satisfied with this person who loves me? And, um, well, there are other reasons why. But, um, <laughs> 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 but um, even, like, before I got into that, I mean, it's crazy when I think that I got married. I was never a little girl that had, like, a dream wedding idea or, like, had this like idea of a prince that would be my one person I even when I was a kid I had these fantasies that I was on an adventure with like five guys (laughs) that were all were all into you yeah like I don't know that was always my did you have a fantasy that they were all into you and each other or just you Uh, or did it even go that far really I mean when I was little and I, I mean I'm talking like really little like yeah like it was it's weird like I, and I don't mean sexually I yeah. just mean like yeah were I mean, they yeah, like, I like everybody I was friends you. it wasn't like you. a competitive yeah. thing it was like we're all happy to be serving you and each other or whatever <laughs> yeah um we're one big so happy like love yeah. family it's like a bunch of people that work for you <laughs> service uh, um, I yeah. don't think that's mm, I don't know if it's reading this book they were saying like it was kind of like the first time I ever heard like oh there's nothing wrong with you for having crushes on people and it's actually there's a lot of people that feel this way that it's impossible for one person to satisfy them completely emotionally physically all the things forever and that makes sense to me and well how do I yeah Yeah, enter that world how did you yeah exactly well um first I said to my husband at the time, and he had a suspicion that like, he knew I kind of, I think at some Did, point I admitted that I had like a crush on somebody at work or something, uh, and at the time thinking like, well that'll make him like aware that like something not getting here, or, and then eventually I think in my desperation was like, well, what about this idea of open relationships? Right. And, um, yeah. and he did not uh, take that well. Not a good conversation. Was that because he felt like he, he wasn't open to um, an open relationship and sharing you, or is that because he was like, "You don't love me"? Um, I think he, he both. 
Uh-huh. I think it was for him both because it helped me realize too some people are truly monogamous. Yeah. Like they that is what sort of like feeds he, them. You think he was? And I think he is and, and was and um like what? demisexual is another term that I, I don't know if Demi? Demisexual? Oh, what's that? No. Term? I've heard it, but I don't... It, doesn't that mean you can be attracted to all... Anyone? No, that's pansexual. It means that you need to have a good emotional connection to feel sexual. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. And so, like, that was a problem even... I am, like, I can feel sexual about any stranger off the street. <laughs> um, do what, you? Are you? Yes, do you constantly. Look, what is... Always... Are you always... Is everyone... Are you attracted to everyone you've seen? No. I mean, there's some people I don't... No, I mean, there's definitely people that I find not attractive that I wouldn't want to touch, but... Um, but mostly, yes. But in terms of, like, and that's where sort of, like, the pansexual idea came to mind, because I have um, not much experience out of being heterosexual, but I've had, like, crushes on friends that are girls or, or coworkers that were, like, trans or whatever, and, like, I've had these, like, sexual attractions to a range of people. And it doesn't matter their gender. And not really. To me, it's more, I don't know, it's like a vibe or right. attitude. or. So to get you turned on, it's not like somebody has to be like, hey, let's go to dinner. You could be like, they could be like, hey, I want to fuck, and you might be down for it. Um, Possibly. So that was my intro into it. Because yeah. yes, at, at a surface level, absolutely. <laughs> what I found when I entered dating apps with that attitude was um you can get in some trouble (laughs) i want to hear about your first polyamorous experience okay well i i I feel like you're asking about well i'm not sure maybe like a group sex thing which i haven't no so you're going out there and you're dating multiple men and telling them yeah or women yeah how do you like i decided when i set up my dating profile like i'm putting out there i'm uh polyamorous okay. and sexual. All right. So I didn't at first. At first I was like, ah, whatever. And then I'd meet some people that had more experience in that and understanding of that and they would say like, or I'd run into the problem of like, if you don't tell somebody right away, they get mad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to hear then. I want to hear like the evolution. So like you get on the app. So like this, yeah. how long were you married then? Okay. So I was married for, uh, seven eight years okay yeah at the end of the seventh year is when we started the divorce process okay we were together for a total of 11 years okay so that's a good amount of time to not be on the apps yeah that's the thing so i joined the apps for the first time in my life at 35 uh, with this new like i'm polyamorous now let's see what happens and i could just like be attracted to you right out the gate Uh uh-huh were you fucking a lot uh yeah um yeah <laughs> and I was Dreamberry well I let's was, get to the deep. I was how about the fucking <laughs> I was overwhelmed by the um validation I got instantly mm, yeah and how easy it was I mean, to me eleven years monogamous and you're kind of like suppressing a lot of feelings and all of a sudden it's like you want this and I've been wanting this and so yeah we can both have this. So yeah. I want to hear about the first one. Yeah. I want to hear about number one. The you don't first, have to name names, but I want to hear first, first one. Yes. I matched with this guy uh, who's like a professional basketball player. And, oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, that's yeah. great. That's lovely. Yeah, I, I'm exactly not excited though. at all. I had this moment like, that guy wants me? Really? Because <laughs> I hadn't gotten like, 
validation from the person I was with even that much over the years. Yeah. Or it didn't mean that much anymore. Like, yeah. so I didn't even know. So big Will people think I'm attractive? Will somebody, you know what I mean? And um, Can he handle his balls? <laughs> yes. <laughs> How is his handling? <laughs> he dribbled me up and down that court. <laughs> Swish. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Do you orgasm easily? Yes. Yeah. I'm very sensitive. Okay. I'm very receptive during okay. sex, and so uh, he also gave me great feedback. Oh. He's like, he's like, oh, you're like really fun because like I don't know a lot of. It seems like a lot of very pretty girls and a lot of these guys that are with like really pretty pretty girls like they don't do anything. Uh-huh. I've been with like, a pretty man before. I know. Oh like, yeah, too me too. Pretty, it's like it's like they're just like you can do it. No go ahead. Yeah, no one's ever told What do they call you? starfish? Just yes. look at me. Just <laughs> starfish. <laughs> look so at you me. know starfish. Not unless it's part of the game. <laughs> <laughs> So you got in, you got wild, you got your orgasms, and he was like, this was a good time, and he said, great, we're never seeing yeah. you again. Yeah, and then I, um, yeah, he was like, I mean, he's perfect, he's an international basketball player, so wow. he's, it's like okay. when you're not good enough for the NBA, you go to play, like, in Switzerland or whatever, you know, yeah. that kind of thing, travel uh-huh. the world. Oh, wow, so he was, okay. like, rolling through town, you know, mm. for a few days, and. But was he very muscular? Oh my god, yes. How was the dog? Very tall. <laughs> Very, it was nice. It's kind of like one of those banana shapes. Oh yeah, the good yeah. old banana. Yeah. Since you don't like necessarily care a lot about, <laughs> <laughs> you care a lot about like, you don't need to be wind and dine or like, you don't need a mental connection. Do well, dogs, are you? The mental connection though, mm, you do I'm need. I'm glad you pointed that out because yeah. so that was my attitude in the beginning. Yeah. Over time. So basically, I sort of had that attitude. Pause on this though. Yeah. I did have a question about dongs. Okay, you to go through <laughs> yeah. the dong yeah. question yes. at me. So if if you if dong, you, if you never <laughs> say that. Dong, <laughs> are, That's our mature word. <laughs> yeah. mature word. It's the adult word. Yeah. Scientific terminology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, if you don't, like, you mentioned that you're kind of attracted to a lot of variety of people. Yeah. Are you like? Are you like? Well, science matters. It's too small. It's too big. Do you have a too. dong type? Mm-hmm. <laughs> good, good question. Good question. Um. Wait, size does do, you, do yeah. you have a dong type? It's not about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, well, back to you, Lauren. I try to be open minded at times and I realize, oh, I'm five nine. I can't be with a small strong like Don't want no I, short, I like, short man. Yeah, because I, I have body issues from being raised in the nineties and being tall and Oh good fan. And um <laughs> Yeah, and so like um, to be the basketball player, yeah. like I had a partner for a while. I was six seven. Yeah, I mean it was the most <laughs> so amazing feeling matters. to feel tiny. Just just somebody's hand on my body that like when their it's, hand is like the size of my ribcage. Like big one. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what I found with some big dicked men yeah. is that they think that's enough and they don't have to do anything. Oh yeah, yeah. just like load it in there. And yeah, you're like okay, well, it's yeah. not it's not enough. I've had like great orgasms from guys that have like whatever average size cocks, so but size they queen. no, they <laughs> I do say that or something else. But at the same time, like you better be able to like. So I was on sort of a hiatus for like six months, and I got back out there the a few months ago. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I was with this dude, and he was one of the biggest I'd been with. 
But he didn't know how to, like, really juice it up first to, like, yeah. really make no. it be everything, like, as good as it could be. It was oh. just, it, he was the starfish. Well, his dick was the starfish. Yeah, I was like, that's not as big. But it's like, you could, like, you can do things that make me all ready for it better and yeah. then you'll have and more fun and you'll have more fun yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's like There's, you have to do very very little just like a little goes a long way have you seen like the whole clitoris like horseshoes have you seen those I have a vagina but I don't know so what like, talking like about. anatomically and this is why most people don't know this because it's not published in medical journals and I okay. follow this woman oh. who is amazing Jessica Ann Penn out there <laughs> um, she is making it her life's work to make uh, uh, clitorises in medical journals and textbooks because they They're don't not even mention it. <laughs> oh, well, that like, might help us all. Wouldn't that help us all? <laughs> and now there's this thing that's very popular where people are getting their vaginas reconstructed and then they oh, get yeah. their clitorises like maimed and then they have no feeling down there anymore. Oh, jeez. Because they don't know about the horseshoe. They don't even know about the horseshoe and they don't know that like some lips are out and some are in and it's all good. Don't worry about it. Don't yeah. let anybody make you feel bad about how your vagina looks. Yeah. Yeah. So right. you are a size queen. You have this horseshoe. What's the, about the horseshoe? You said that there's something to, to turn it on. Oh yeah, like like <laughs> how do we turn it? How, how do, do we turn the horseshoe on? Activating like the whole horseshoe situation. Like I've had guy like experience with guys that like really understand. Can you give me some? Are you talking the about anatomy? Just the clitoris? Or are you talking about the lips? So like I'm the, a woman. These are yeah. Let's see if we can pull up a, a picture to reference. Um. Oh. Because well, you have these, like, nerve endings that are, like, yeah, under the whole, like, vulva and everywhere. No, nobody's going to have it. They don't even have it in medical books. But we're talking about the main thing, right? The main clip? There isn't. There's, like, the, the beanie part, but that's not all of it. Okay. We're going to have to come back to horseshoes. We're going to have to come back okay. to your emotions because our collar. We, oh, my God. Is oh, you're already. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> so totally we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come right back to talk about... The horseshoe. Wow, she showed me a picture. Oh, okay, I, I saw. I there's a have lot. Of yeah, a lot okay. going on. Hey, yeah. Hello. This is Greenberry and Kirsten, and this is Adult Buddy Finders, and you are live. Yeah. Oh, this is so exciting. We're <laughs> so excited that you're called. Thank you. Uh, so yeah. I, as you know, our guest today is polyamorous. You are on with Lauren Michaels, and we know. That you have a question, so we'll just let you take it away. Oh, thank you. I so I was just wondering, and thank you so much for taking my question. Um, what what signs do you look for in a polyamorous person? Like, is there a special look, or like, is there like a piece of like like jewelry or an article of clothing? Like, is what can I? Is there like signs? You know what I'm talking about? You know how like like there's rocks out on people's front porches to see certain <laughs> different things. <laughs> What's the what's the bat there signal? There might be a, a flag in the LGBT lineup that, that I'm not familiar with. You know, they've got different flags for all the letters. Yeah. Um, I wish I knew if there was like a jade I could look out for on someone and just jump their bones so and really simplify the process. But in my limited experience, um, I find that a lot of people define polyamory specific to what their life is, and it just takes a lot of communication ongoing um, to see if you're aligned with that person and uh, and how they view their polyamorous journey as well. So the best signal is to just ask and yeah. they say yes. <laughs> I would say polyamorous people are um, big on communication and, um, and if 
someone's not willing to communicate that, then they probably aren't really polyamorous. That that old gem, just talking, I suppose. <laughs> so, Sarah, are you going out to bars or are you on the apps? How else can we help you find you know, what you're looking for? Yeah. I mean, basically, I I feel like um, I can't really be as honest as I want to be when I'm out on apps because you get such terrible feedback, mm-hmm. um, specifically as female identifying, just like just a lot of terrible comments or like people responding. And so I feel like I can't even get anyone on the apps. So I'm just out in the world, wow. just boldly, like, you know, and I don't drink that much. So I'm not at bars, basically, I'm just like, maybe if I'm here at the beach and somebody <laughs> catches my eye. <laughs> well, let me say, I'm curious which apps because I actually, and maybe part of this is why, I, I got kicked off of Tinder. I got kicked <gasps> off of Hinge. Oh, wow. I wonder if it, part of that was me being honest about what I was looking for. Oh, or retaliatory oh. from people that didn't like it or who knows. Oh, wow. There is one app that I know of that is um, more catered to people that are already very familiar with that lifestyle. And, um, and that sort of cuts away a lot of the shock value where people will meet people with more yes. experience. And I think like entering that community is so valuable to talk to people that have their own stories about it um that app is called field mm-hmm. it's f double e l d it's, oh, it's a really like uh, feel yeah <laughs> exactly feel d i get it exactly and um field D. It it's uh, i'm not uh you know it's a little buggy, so people get a little frustrated on it. It's not um, as smooth as some of these bigger, bigger apps, but um, it's access to at least even conversations about people with uh, that's awesome. open relationships and things like that. I never even heard of that. Yeah, me neither. Learned it today. Yay. <laughs> There's a lot of acronyms and abbreviations on there that I'm still learning. Uh-huh. <laughs> Once you see everybody list it all. Do you? Yeah. Do, what are what are some of those so, acronyms? Oh, well, one of them would be ENM, yeah. ethical non-monogamy. Have you heard of that, Sarah? I, so only when I was very briefly in the Apple trying to be like a little more, like back when I, when I tried to post um, what I was really looking for, I saw it. Um, I never posted it myself. So I've heard of it, but I just didn't um, really, like, I, I was too nervous to like engage. Okay. Uh-huh. That's fair. Are there any other ones, Lauren, that you could suggest? I've heard, I haven't tried this one yet. I've heard that OkCupid is more leaning towards like uh, accepting of throuples and oh, multiple definitions of, uh, definitions of relationships and stuff. Yeah. Oh, cool. Nice. So that's one to maybe try along with Field. Yeah. Field is funny Fieldy. because they, they even, <laughs> they sort of encourage you to lean in to the things you're scared to tell people. They'll tell you to like make a fake name, like just put yourself out there however you want to be oh, because it's cool. like an open space for accepting. Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I see a lot of guys on there that are, uh, this is the first time I saw this term, heteroflexible. Oh. <laughs> what is it? What is yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Like, that's, that, to be able to have a space where you can be that open yeah. is so cool. Um, like, and, and not have to, like, give away um, your name or, yeah. like, or, like, give away any kind of, like, information yeah. that 
that I don't want everybody to know about, but like still don't want to be wandering out here lost and lonely. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think you'll find what I have started to find the more people I meet that are familiar with that and that are accepting of themselves, um, the easier it is for me to be honest and put myself out there in a way that's specifically catering to whatever desires, you know. I'm really grateful to you guys for this info. I didn't, I didn't know there was an app. Maybe, maybe I can dip, 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 oh my gosh, dip my toes back in. Yeah. <laughs> dip and stick those toes in. Yeah, dip, stick, and lick, and whatever you want to yeah. do those toes. <laughs> With however many people you want. <laughs> Damn straight. Oh my gosh, thank you guys so much. Uh, Sarah, you're awesome. Thanks for, thanks for being vulnerable, opening up to us, and hopefully we helped you a little bit. Absolutely. You did so much. Thank you so much. I love this podcast. Aww. Aww, thank Aww. you. Bye, Sarah. Bye, Sarah. Bye, Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm so grateful that I am now, you know, a year and a half, two years in, can have some perspective. Yeah, you're like, hey, this is a word for me. I never heard of field. Now I know. Yeah. We'll have to put it in our show notes. Yeah. Show notes, people. Hopefully. Keep on listening. The the person like you will only take uh, half a year versus two and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's do that horseshoe. Back horseshoe. To the horseshoe, back to the oh, horseshoe. Yeah. Oh yeah, because we're talking about loving a big dick, but yes. the big dick isn't attached to a nice brain. It's not that great. It's not a good dick then. It's not. Oh, it's just that like goes back to the yeah. emotions. Because mm. that's what we were like. Because I was like, okay, right, right, right. Because we were talking, kind of talking about how like I entered this like I don't need yeah. to like don't mind a dime me. Let's just fuck. Yeah. Um, but then I realized like a lot of guys will say they're polyamorous or do, but like they don't really care about you. Yeah. Oh, so it's and just. I realized like I. Um, as much as I'm like polysexual, like I would like, but I also, that amorous part, I realized okay. after a while I wasn't That's getting, yeah. and I realized it took a few relationships and ongoing, um, sort of like fuck buddy situations for me to realize like, uh, that is actually important to me. It's like having a friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Having, having somebody that will like show up for you if you have a problem. Yeah. And somebody that will like share a meal with you and maybe go to a museum or whatever. Um, because polyamorous is having a connection with everyone who's you're, who's in that relationship with you. Or it depends. Ish. Because sometimes, like 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 for instance, that um, six seven man. Um, <laughs> he was BD basketball player. Um, he was also a basketball player. Another basketball oh. player. I've had a few. It's nice because you know, like I said, you um, tall. <laughs> So he was in what he called, he described himself as polyamorous. He had a girlfriend. They had sort of, it was more of like an open relationship though, Mm -hmm. where I never met her. I think she knew about me. I knew about her. I think I only knew her name because I stalked him online or something. Um. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we have the internet. Right. (laughs) To Um, know who each other's partners are. And uh, so he would save kind of all the girlfriendy stuff. And this is the thing too that's common in, there's like sort of the tier system in a lot of polyamorous situations where someone have their primary right. partner and then their outside partner. So he had what he described as his primary partner, like weekends reserved for her. They would go on trips and everything. And then he'd call me to like come over and like fuck during his like. Oh, so it might not have been open at all. Did, she, did you ever meet her? I never met her. Oh. Um, I think he kind of told me that she was also into girls, so she would like 
one time I saw him on a Saturday because his girlfriend was like out with some girls or something. Uh-huh. So there's a whole schedule, right? Suspicious. You basically it's a lot for like a person is. You're scheduling stuff. Yeah, yeah. It can be a little overwhelming if you outsource yourself too much. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment, you, you're you not in a relationship. You're polyamorous dating. Yeah, so they call it solo poly. Solo oh, poly. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's such a cool term. It yeah, is right? Cool. Solo poly. Yeah. yeah. So you're looking. You're looking. See, I was in a cockroach stir or whatever. Yeah, you're a king cockroach. Damn. Yeah, you're still a king cockroach. Solo poly. So sometimes that means, like, I think I've always been solo poly because even when I was in those relationships, I was kind of always on the outside tier. I I haven't had the primary partner. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't entered that yet. I want that to have, like, primary-ish person that you, like, do stuff with that's still cool with, like, everybody getting their kicks in the ways they need them to. Okay. So at this part, we may have to have you back. Okay. Yeah, part two, yeah. Yeah, because it's, like... (laughs) <laughs> yes, the whole the whole inner workings of the relationship you really are, aren't there yet you're kind of at the you're at the you're like yeah. a newbie. I told you I was yeah. 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 I love yeah. it we're gonna have you back we're gonna see the whole journey uh-huh. yeah it's kind of like a, is it like a poly virgin is that a, um, a poly like baby a yeah a poly, poly baby, baby. <laughs> I'm a poly baby um and I meet people that have been doing this like 20 years you know solo oh, yeah. poly baby yeah <laughs> I think we should take your horseshoe to video. Okay. So, if, so for Whoa. listeners. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. We're not that type of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do have those videos. Your personal like horseshoe, Lauren Michael. <laughs> Let's get your personal horseshoe on video and then you show us what you like and, and then platonically. Platonically. <laughs> We're those type of friends. <laughs> you like when I touch that? How about here? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Where's so, the good luck part of the horseshoe? <laughs> So Lauren, thank you so much for letting oh, us my God. Thank you. this with you. Yeah. What a joy. We learned a lot. About your horseshoe. Yes. <laughs> I think and about bananas. <laughs> <laughs> um, where do we find you? Oh, um, follow me at my Instagram at uh, lorangemic. Okay. Um, I also have Sweet Relish Films, which has been kind of on hiatus. Okay. But that's a little production company nice. that I'm looking to restart soon. I have all this footage that I have yet to edit. So. Really? Sure. Stock all away. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much for listening or watching. Yes. Thank you. And if you want to know where to find Lauren, if you want to see this horseshoe video, you are going to have to go to our show notes because we gave you that information, but it's all going to be typed out so that we don't have to spell it out for you again. Well, of course, we will always... be spelling it out for you in the show notes. Yes. Well, we don't have to do it right here. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you can just look, look down there. You can find out where to find Lauren. You can find out where to find us, our website, our Facebook, all that good information. All right. So our next show, Ooh. we're going to be reaching out to all of you listeners. Yummy. We want to hear your questions. We want to hear about what you've learned about sex recently, whether it's from trying or just questions you have and that will be our show yes lauren thank you so much for being on thank our show. you thank you for having me i'm lauren michaels this has been a blast please share this with everyone you love Woo-hoo! Hello. Hello. Hello.